The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with Phil Golfie and host Rick Zamprin. Good morning once again. Wow, we got a barn burner of a show for you today. We're going to talk about cottage prices, house prices expected to go up in some places of Ontario. Find out where. Hint, hint. Uh, close to us. Also, we're also going to talk about how much you really need to buy a home in this city. We've got a bunch of other topics we're going to get to as well, including a story that Phil has on deck about his big move. Don't forget, if you want to get your home sold or if you're on the market to buy a house, you got to call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That is the Golfie team. 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I dot com. Find them on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and X. And if you, if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. So let's begin with uh, what's going on in your real estate life. Uh, maybe we'll start with a big Phil Golfie move. Yeah, <laughs> moved. I moved to the other side of the bridge, as most people say, which is you know, often talked about as the Skyway Bridge. So uh, I made I made the big move to Burlington. I, I know I've talked about it on the show, you know, dating back almost two years where, where I've been looking for a property and looking and looking and I sent out postcards and, uh, you know, it was, it was a long search and we were very, you know, neighborhood street specific, but I finally made the move. I, uh, I moved in two weeks ago and, uh, and I just have to say moving, Sucks for the amount of people that I help move in my life. In terms of that's what I help people do every single day. Yeah. It is one of the most daunting tasks, you know, annoying, stressful that you can you can put yourself through. So here, you know, and ours ours went really well. Um, we we hired a company, Morrison Moving Company. Um, they were unbelievably amazing in terms of helping us move. Um, we we packed all our stuff up, so we had everything in boxes. Um, we we were able to kind of leave our furniture in the same place, um, and and all in one day, all in one morning, they came in, picked up all our boxes, moved all our furniture, and we were set up the exact same day we moved. Wow. Um, so 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 they were you know people would recognize them from their trucks. They got like this uh, this burgundy you know font with the teal blue kind of. Um, you know, outside. And, uh, so they, they were awesome. We got, we got a great team in, in terms of working with them. Their owner showed up on site, checked in on us, uh, you know, wanted to see how everything was going. But I, I just, you know, I, this is, you know, kind of my first big move. I, I, I was in a, a condo earlier and, you know, when you're moving into a condo, there's only like one of everything. There's one couch and one bed. It's, you know, really it was easy. It to was do. easy. You were just start, starting out. Yeah. That's so fine. this, this move was, you know, multiple rooms, you know, large pieces of furniture. And, um, you know, one, one thing I, I would suggest is, is 100% hiring, hire a moving company. Like, you know, oh, yeah. get, get, yeah. get a moving company, um, and a professional moving company, somebody that's, you know, reputable in the city, somebody that's, you know, has good reviews, has, and we talk about it all the time. Saves the, it saves all the headache. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll tell you the moving is one of the most 
it's it's in the top five stress, most yeah. stressful things that uh, people can do in their life. And and one thing that you know we did really well was we we prepared for it. So we started packing like two and a half, three weeks even before we started um, purging and getting rid of a bunch of stuff that we we didn't you know we we you know we weren't using or didn't need. And um, so so it, it made the move go so well, but. I always, and I always recommend this when I'm helping people buy and sell homes is, is never close on the exact same day. And if you're able to work with somebody who's out, like, like in terms of a financing company or what have you bridge your, your move. So whether or, move, or, or if you're a first time buyer, don't move in the same day. You take, exactly. take possession. Don't move in the same day. And, and I'll, I'll tell you one lesson I learned uh, about movers. They are so efficient. Very and if you hire them and they come in the morning and then your deal doesn't close till later on in the afternoon, they're sitting there and you're paying them by right. the hour. You're paying them by so, the hour. So yeah. I always advise if you're going to get a mover, have them come in the afternoon because they, you'd be amazed how fast they can empty a house. Out. Yeah. If, if, if you're prepared well, box, everything's boxed yeah. up and everything, they are so good. And I remember one move that I had where um, we, uh, we hired them. They were there in the morning and they were finished, like finished yeah. loading up the truck, like within less than two hours. Exactly. That was the same as us. And, it was less than two hours and the truck was, and, was packed and ready yeah. to go. And, and so we closed, bought and sold for the same day closing. So when we went to the other house. Uh, it didn't close yet. So right. we're so you're waiting around. So the yeah. truck, trucks are sitting down the street, parked on the side of the road or, uh, and waiting till we close. And we didn't exactly. close till close to five o'clock. So, so I paid them for the whole day uh, sitting there yeah. doing nothing. So if you're going to hire, if you're, you got good movers, you hire them to come in the afternoon and then you, and then you move in. So in this the happened afternoon. to me. So, so my, my house closed on the Friday. I ended up moving on the Monday, but my house did not close until 5 PM on the Friday of the closing day, but I didn't move that day. So, so that day was, was nothing for me. I, I knew that, that the closing could have potentially got delayed and, and even delayed until Monday, but it closed on the, in the 11th hour on the Friday. And that's why you close on Thursday in case there is a hiccup, right. which happens often. So the, the, the next day is just the next day. But even, if, even you, if you close on Friday, the next day is Monday, which you could be stuck on a weekend someplace. Yeah. So, so my property closed late on Friday. So in my head, I was like, thank God I didn't schedule everything to happen on the Friday. But, but you know, I got, I got the house. I had the weekend to kind of clean it up and do whatever I wanted to do with it just to kind of prep the move. And then on the Monday morning, the mover showed up at like 8.30 AM and, and, and away we went and everything was seamless. So, um, you know, kind of a daunting task. It's something that you kind of, you, you mark in your calendar and you, you know, you're, you know, the average closing date right now is probably 60 to 90 days. So you, you, you kind of have that day highlighted and you start to get ready and start packing. And, um, and then it, and then all of a sudden it's here and it's like, holy smokes, like we're, you know, we're moving in a couple of days and our, our, you know, you, you just feel like you're never prepared fully, yeah. but we did the best we could to pack everything up and get going. So my recommendation for, for people out there, number one, gone are the days of calling all your friends or family. Don't over. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> calling, calling all your friends or family over to, to help and, you know, offering them pizza and beer and wings and to, to help you, to help you with the move. Like those days are gone. And you know, all, all the guys that got pickup trucks and Q-Vans uh, or whatever. So those, those days are gone, but yeah, I, you know, when I wanted to work with a professional company and um, you know, I've, I've heard, you know, absolute horror stories of people kind of going on Kijiji and find, you know, finding the, you know, the people that, that aren't the professionals and um, you know, and, and trying to cheap out on, 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 on a company. So, 
I, I'm so happy. Morrison's Moving Company. If, if you're in, in, you know, looking for a mover or, or yeah, have, have, it, have these a couple, guys. you know, up and coming move, these guys were unbelievable. And, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to recommend business. them. Family business. Yeah. Those are the way to go. Family I, business. I'm going to recommend them to every single one of my, from my, uh, my clients. They, I got to tell you, I got to tell you a story about a move. So a friend of mine, uh, a really, I've heard the story multiple times. Yeah. Uh, you probably, you'll probably remember this story, Rick. Anyway, so he calls uh, calls me and all my friends. We're going to go and help him move. He was in Mississauga. They're moving to Vancouver. So I said to him, I'm like, I, I, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you till, I'll give you a full day. I'm, I'm out at five o'clock. I already, I already gave my term, terms and conditions. Terms and conditions. <laughs> I'm out at five. We get there in the morning and Rick, it's like me going to your house and you're saying, okay, we got to move today. Like everything's got to be out today yeah. and nothing, no boxes, nothing's packed, dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so we're, we're getting there. And, and my other friends and myself were going, are you kidding? Are you kidding? And I already, like, I just said, listen, I'm out of here at five. Do you know, we had to go to all the grocery stores and liquor stores trying to get boxes and everything. <laughs> By that time, when we found boxes, it was probably like one or two o'clock. Yeah. And so one, one or two o'clock, I was like, when I left, I, again, my terms and conditions of leaving. And I said, see you guys. And another guy jumped on board with me. He says, I'm not dealing yeah. with this. I'm not dealing with this. He left. He says, screw this. He, like he, he didn't prepare himself. Why should we have to suffer mm. and pack for him? The, the only thing we were there for is to lift boxes, put them in a, either in a truck or a trailer or whatever. Yeah. But we were packing. But you weren't in real estate at the time. I wasn't in real estate at the time, but we were packing like uh, their clothes, like yeah. they were like opening up their drawers yeah. and seeing all their personal uh, items. And wow. it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. So we, we, my friends and I, we talk about it. We talk about it and I still hang out with this buddy of mine. He lives in Vancouver and we meet, well, you know, we see each other once or twice a year, but, but my other friends, we talk about oh, what a mess, nightmare, uh, what a mess of a show but, that was that day. But up until recently, like I would say up until what, to maybe 10 years ago, but people were moving their appliances and taking them yeah, with them. No more. Yeah, it was yeah. maybe how long ago so, do you think until, so when I started, Everybody took their appliances with Right. Them. Yeah. That's insane. No, no, but it's just, I don't know what it was. Everybody put their appliances and, but then all of a sudden it shifted and I don't know when that shift happened. Maybe about 10 years ago and everybody, uh, uh, now they leave the appliances yeah. at the house. It's and like you, you get the fridge and the stove and the washer and dryer. You're going to rip out a wall and yeah. ruin oh, yeah. a door frame yeah. and scratch yeah. a door. It's yeah. Now, now everyone, everyone, Every, everybody, but also, also appliances, they've gotten to this throwaway, like, you know, like there's no such thing as really an appliance repair guy. As much as there used to be, everyone just throws it out and goes well, and, and goes and buys a new one. Well, there are plants repair guys. You probably have newer fridge, Phil. <laughs> but, uh, no, but but the the, the appliance guy, uh, the appliances because they started becoming stainless steel appliances. People wanted them, and now and a lot of people don't want to move them. But appliances used to last so much longer. They don't last yes. as long. Yeah, sometimes I, I yeah, it's just it's just the way the the fridge fits in that cabinet a kitchen but kitchen yeah and and that's, that's true so why why take a fridge that's not going to fit the next house yeah but that's still even like a misconception in talking to buyers and sellers today where where you know some sellers will want to keep their appliances and i said you know it sounds like a great idea now when we're talking about it but on moving day when you're you know packing a hundred and hundred boxes and trying to move your yeah. bed and 
you know, yeah. dressers and wardrobes and everything else. The last thing you want to do is, you know, pull out your stove and, and your fridge and haul it out the front door. So, you know, I, I, I always say, you know, make sure, you know, leave the appliances and, and often it depends how new they but are. But also like, the house that they're going to or wherever they're moving is going to have appliances as well. So it's, it's you know, for them yeah. to take them and, and replace and, and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I, I would say on 99% of, of deals today, appliances are, are included. Great stories. We'll have a few more for you on the other side of the break here. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You're listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Phil Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. You will be calling the number one Remax team in Canada. That's the Golfy team. Find them on the World Wide Web. RobGolfy.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And you can follow the Golfy team on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and X as well. For an instant home estimates, go online to golfyhomevalue.com. Again, that's golfyhomevalue.com. And uh, plug in a couple of numbers, you'll get a pretty good idea of what your home could go for on the open market. Uh, first and foremost, great story by Phil in our first segment about moving. I've moved nine times in my life. <laughs> One, uh, eight, eight too many, to be honest. Uh, but shout out once again to Morrison's Moving Company. Sound like they're a great uh, bunch of guys and gals. Um, Rob, you wanted to reflect on some stats, uh, current stats that harken back to an earlier era of a struggling housing market. Yes. So the way the market is seems to be working, it's it's repeating itself from the second half of last year. And I think I truly believe it, it's going to happen next year. So right now, buyers, be aware that this is your time. And I've said that many times right now. So so buyers last year, it was their time in uh, uh, the end of November, December, and January. So, and it's and it looks like it's happening again. The market's kind kind of softened up and, and climbed down for a buyer's market, and uh, and I truly feel that this is your moment. So, if you're looking at buying and thinking, waiting for whatever, don't wait because the mass right now are sitting and waiting. You got to do the opposite than the mass of the people. But here's what's happening. Like, like the market is floating up and down, like three to 5% here and there, two to, you know, two, whatever up two down, two, three up, three up, three up, down and uh, back and forth. Now that's happening in Hamilton. It, it show it shows that now in Burlington, same thing. And, uh, the same thing is happening in Burlington. So things are starting to, uh, soften up in Burlington and that'll be in, in uh, December and January. Now we had the up and down market that went up 2% three and down uh, up and down in the nineties. Now that lasted pretty close to a decade. We will not experience that in the next, uh, we're not going to experience that for a decade because we have a shortage of homes in uh, Ontario, especially all over Canada. So I truly believe that, uh, this is kind of being a repeat of the nineties, but in a short format. So 
my theory is next year, the market is going to, uh, uh, it is going to be good, but up and down, uh, depending on the month. And I think towards the end of next year, but 2025, you're going to start seeing things climbing slowly and, uh, and, and aggressively towards the end of 2025. And then 2026, it's going to be a boom year. So buyers, this is your chance. Sellers, if you've got a hot property that everything's done, you have no problem in this market. Uh, no matter what market it is, you got brand new kitchens, floors, windows, doors, bathrooms, roof. You will sell regardless uh, for top dollar because that's what people want. But um, but yeah, I, I I truly feel that uh, it's kind of a little bit of a repeat of the '90s, and I, I I lived through that. So and I wasn't a realtor then, and believe me, I lived in one house. Uh, for five years, I bought it for 120,000 and I, five years later, I sell for 120. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I just think right now we're so contingent on what, what's going to happen with rates. And, and when you look at the history of, of the bank of Canada interest rates, even if you, I'm looking at it right now in terms of the early nineties. And one thing that the bank of Canada has done in the past is when they, when they raise rates, they go quick when they, and, and when they drop rates, they go even quicker. And, and, you know, when you look at the history of some of these rates, like they go, you know, we were going up like quarter points, quarter points, quarter points. We're kind of, you know, taking the steps up when you, when you look at, you know, in terms of recently, but when you see these rates drop and, and they start to come down and, and, and they start to put more confidence and affordability into this market, it's going to, it's going to take off again. We were in a housing crisis five or six months ago, right? You don't just happen to get out of a housing crisis just because of the rates go up. We're still in a housing crisis, but we don't have the affordability that people had last year in 2022 when the interest rates were at an all-time low, um, you know, one and 2%. And, and that's when we saw that crazy market take off. The second we start to get the good news, even, even recently, like, like our November in comparison to October, volumes are up. Yeah. Units are up. Yeah. There's people that are back in the marketplace who were, who were sitting on their hands, not, not looking. And we're starting to see showings up, even properties that we had, you know, 60, 70 days on market are, are, you know, have had multiple showings in a weekend now. So we're starting to see the market turn just, just a tiny bit. Now that could be, you know, the last rush before Christmas, before the holiday season. But the second we start to get good news, the second that, that, you know, we, we understand, and I feel like rates are going to hold. I, I feel like the, the interest rate hikes are behind us, but once they start to come down, which they will eventually, that's going to put a ton of um, motivation into the market for buyers. You mentioned rates, and I was just doing a, a quick uh, historical examination of what the mortgage rate was on average in Canada back in 1990. It was 13.95%. The following year, 1991, was 9.45%. That was a variable uh, mortgage rate. And it kind of went all the way down to about 5.7% in 93. And when you look at the, you know, the difference in prices uh, in the 90s, yeah, we did see a decline. Um, It it, it spiked to $168,000 in 1989. But by 1995, six years later, it was at $143,000, which doesn't seem like a big dip when you compare to Nowadays, month over month, we can see a $25,000, you know, blip going down or up. The The volatility of housing prices now is much more uh, uh, noticeable compared to even the 90s. Is, is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yeah, no, Absolutely. It, 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 very fair. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to gauge 
but like like five percent on a on a house now is a lot. It's fifty thousand dollars on a million. million. Yeah. yeah. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but on a five percent on a hundred thousand yeah. was only five thousand. But the banks they gave a hard time. I remember when I was uh, I had a buyer that wanted to buy this uh, townhouse on the on the Hamilton Mountain, and the the the, the right valued price on that was a hundred thousand. But but the pe- the sellers weren't letting it go on le- for less than 105,000. Right. And I said to my clients, I said to them, I go, look, you're, you're overpaying. And, and they were happy with it because their, their uh, parents lived down the street and they wanted to be on the same street as their parents because they had kids and their kid, parents can look after the kids. And I said, well, your bank is going to say something. And I just, I, I, I'm 5,000. I'm 5,000. And 5,000 today, we're saying that doesn't seem much, but they were more stringent Back then, yeah. when I first got into the business 25, 26 years ago, on, on 5000 So when they went to the bank, the bank says, well, you're going to have to make up that 5000 And And when they talked to the bank and they said, oh, yeah, our agent told us that we probably would have to do that. And so that, so I, I made it knowledgeable to them. So that's the, the experience. But the thing is, five, that 5% makes a huge difference back then. But now... I always said they, they more they more like hey if a willing yeah. buyer is willing to pay for it it's worth it then I just everything was so much more predictable even when I first got into the business you would you would see a house come up and and you could you I felt like I had a better chance to predict it in, to the to the dollar amount of what that place would sell for and now it, it, it it's it's so hard yeah yeah and, and like Rick was saying it's so volatile you see these. You know, you see a house come up on the street, and one sells for seven fifty, and then the next one sells for you know six seventy five. You're like, okay, well, well that's you know, a massive spread of of a dollar amount. But you know what the problem of that is? That is realtors and clients and realtors and out of town buyers coming from Mississauga, GTA. They come into the Hamilton Niagara market. They come down, and their agent says, "Wow, this is a good deal here in Hamilton, yeah. right?" Because but they're comparing. They're comparing prices in Mississauga, Toronto, and the client's going, yeah, that seems like a good price. And us realtors here in Hamilton love it because they're they're paying uh, the top dollar, high dollar for it. And it's just like us going to uh, people in Niagara, Hamilton, going to Mississauga, Toronto. Or going out of province, going to Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Mm -hmm. and finding a farm for $50,000. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, a a big house for, you know, $75,000 out there, right? It's all relative. My friend was looking at something in Nova Scotia. It was $100,000, beautiful, uh, thousand square foot, uh, sided uh, house, bungalow. $100,000 in in the East Coast, right? And I said, that seems cheap, but maybe that's an overpriced listing. We don't know (laughs) that. And then you find out it's been on the market for 250 days and no no one else has bought it. Yeah, And and you start to ask yourself, okay, well, what's going on here? Why why hasn't this place sold? So that's why you got to be careful. You got to use the local person that lives and works in that area when you're buying a house in a different city. Especially these uh, uh, GTA age, uh, uh, buyers, they're coming here. Get the local because that agent is is very familiar only with high priced homes, and he comes here and says, "This is a super deal." And same thing with agents coming from uh, out of town. They come yeah. to the, our area and they list a house because they think it's a great deal. Hey, I could sell this house. It's 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 cheap. It's eighty eight hundred thousand dollars. Meanwhile, it should be only seven hundred thousand. Yeah, gone are the days where you know the the local realtor only only sells in their little market. Oh and, yeah, we cross borders uh, like you would not. Yeah, believe. so it's it's you know the Ontario Real Estate Associ- Association is where we can, we're licensed to sell anywhere in Ontario. But you know for me, it's you know people have asked me to go out to Muskoka's and and 
go beyond kind of our, 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 our market where we are, you know, Hamilton, Burlington, um, Niagara. And, and I just have, you know, it's a disservice for you to have me go out there and, and try and advise you on, on certain, you know, places in cottage country or, you know, up in Toronto. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, you know, referring it out and yeah, referring yeah. it to a specialist who's, who, who yeah. can help them. I've had Ottawa realtors come here. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what's going on up there? <laughs> you guys got run out of homes or what? <laughs> you know. Speaking of prices, Remax is out with its um, 2024 housing market outlook report. And it uh, showcases a bunch of things, including an expectation that the market is going to be a more active in 2024 from a, from a national average perspective, prices will be up by half a percentage point and places like Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara is going to go from a buyer's market to more of a balanced market, as well as a prediction of a three and a half percent price spike in Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara. Are you buying into what this uh, Remax report is saying? I see that happening in February, and we're going to have a, a flurry of activity that's going to happen, and that'll dictate where the market's going to go. We did, we had the same thing uh, happen uh, uh, early this year. Uh, it started really uh, picking up. Uh, will it hold for the for the whole year? It's hard to tell, but I do feel that it's going to maintain uh, a balanced market. We're not going to see any more big drops. Uh, I think overall the the whole year it's going to be uh, a, a good market, uh, but balanced. And, uh, and 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 the great thing in this market is, as for a buyer, they can think about it. They can get their home inspector in there. They can double check. And and, and I'll tell you, it, it's good for the buyer. And and it, sometimes it's good for the seller because they find out things about their house on home inspections that they didn't know about, and they they may have to repair. But a lot of people got stuck buying homes with a lot of problems in the last couple of years, and and uh, and now they got to fix these problems. Yeah, I think if you asked me this question, and I said this, I remember saying this last year, and and I remember the 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 fourth quarter of the real estate market being really slow and really quiet in terms of units, in terms of volume. Yeah. Um. You know, last year you know, the fourth quarter was one of the worst times to, to sell a property in, in a really long time. And up until, you know, I would say the beginning of November, I would have said if November is a sign of what's to come in the spring of next year, this real estate market is trending in a really strong direction. Yeah. I, I think we're, and, and I think, like I said, in terms of interest rates right now, there's a lot more consumer confidence in terms of rates holding and staying where they are, or if not dropping or starting to drop next year, which is which is a really good sign for this market. I think uh, once we get that confidence of even just rates holding, if something yeah. comes out and says, you know, rates are, are, are not going to go up anymore and they haven't, you know, we think that they're not going to go up anymore, but but they haven't been on record to, to explain that. Um, I think I think that's going to build a lot of confidence. But one thing I want to say is if, if you're out there right now and you have a mortgage renewal coming up or if you're you know, trying to hang on to, to, to a variable mortgage that you can't afford or, or what have you be proactive in terms of, you know, if, if, if you can't afford a property anymore, be proactive in, in terms of selling it. You know, you, you don't want to be the person who, who has a deadline or a timeline to sell a property and, and it's running out on you. And the only thing that you can do to, to try and generate buyer's interest is dropping the price. And I've had, I've had a, a situation recently, which, which, you know, somebody unfortunately was, was, you know, had a mortgage on it. Um, they couldn't afford it anymore. And we we're in a really tough position of trying to sell this property given a really tight timeline. 
And the only thing that, you know, we're trying everything to generate buyers and, and, and get people interested. And the only thing that we, we had left to do was continuing to drop the price to, to generate interest because they, they didn't give themselves that long runway of, of that 60 to 90 days on market to be able to get the price that, that in my opinion, the house should have been worth. Mm. And so if, if, if you're, you're in a position of, of struggling with affordability with your, you know, your property right now, like I said, be proactive and, and get out in front of it and give yourself time to sell the property because the days of the property selling in seven or 14 days are, are, are gone. And, and you might need 40 to 60 days on the market to be able to get that price that, that you deserve. That's a great point. Remax Canada's 2024 housing market outlook report also shows that four in 10 Canadians believe climate change will impact their decision on where to buy a home next year. And 54% are concerned that interest rate increases will impact their ability to engage in the real estate market, which is not a big surprise at all. If you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfie team at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about cottage prices and we'll also get into well, what the Golfie team is up to today in celebrating the season. The Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Phil Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them today to get your home sold for top dollar. 905 575 7700. That number again is 905 575 7700. You'll be calling the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfy team. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. When it comes to real estate and social media the golfy team is dominating that game as well check them out on tiktok give them a follow on facebook and like them as well on x instagram you can also check them out on threads as well let's get into cottage country because there is a report out that shows that prices have continued to go down whether it's in uh, muskoka the kawarthas halliburton uh price drops any anywhere from 14 to 31 percent year over year the question is however do you buy if you're a buyer do you buy now or do you wait for a potential uh continuation of this price drop what are you guys hearing yeah, I, uh, I I looked at the numbers in the Quarthas, Halliburton, and Muskoka. So in Muskoka, between December and March, uh, actually between December and February, if you're going to make a move, that's the time to buy in Muskoka. Now in uh, Kawartha Lakes, uh, between November and February, um, and even part a little bit in March. I would get in there before the spring market happens. And then in Halliburton, again, November to uh, uh, February, March is is what's happening. Now, a lot of people are unloading their cottages right now because they bought them during COVID. These are people that, one, uh, weren't really cottagers. 
They probably went to their friend's cottage, loved it, and bought it, re- refinanced their house to buy a cottage, or took a line of credit and bought it. And they're finding it, it's very expensive, especially with the interest rates are now. And, and they're realizing they're not using it to the full effect like they and wanted to, or they maybe Airbnb'd it, yeah. and, it's, and it's not working out That's for them. That's what I was going to say. The, the, the Airbnb market's flooded with these cottages yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and you know the numbers of, of starting to... to to buy and develop this into an Airbnb and what they're getting in return for it now is it's not worth it. It's a lot of work. So I looked here in the Quarthas right now, uh, the Quartha Lakes, they have 8.3 months of inventory. So they've, they've jumped, like they've jumped quite a bit in inventory and they've got, a, uh, and then in Halliburton, they've got 10.7 months of inventory and Muskoka's they're at 9.4 months of inventory. So, I get it. Like, I mean, I, I'd be one of those guys. I probably, if I bought the cottage, I'm not a cottage person. I, I go to a friend's cottage maybe once every couple of years to, or five years or whatever. And if I go up there, yeah, this is great. This is great. If I'm and the next weekend, I'm driving up there looking at cottages. Chances are I'm going to be probably wanting to sell it. So the interest rates went up, you know what I mean? Like it's just something that uh, non-cottagers that didn't grow up cottaging is probably going to sell just because of the expense. Now, people that grew up with cottages, they're they're lifers. They're, That's great. The family cottage is awesome. When you have when you have a big family, and yeah. you can go up there and have have everyone up there. That's great. If everybody's using it, yeah. that that's fine. But but uh, that's why there's a, 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 everybody's dumping their cottages uh, uh, due to the fact that like it's, it's, it's a mistake that people made with too much money. It was the too much money mistake, you know. <laughs> so that's so what happened. Go out in December and buy cottages, because uh, and but the hard thing about buying a cottage in the wintertime, you don't know if the if the lake has grass growing up in it. So you don't <laughs> that's know. That's why you got to use a local realtor. Yes. Up there. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Even, Do not hire an agent from your own town to yeah. buy a cottage up north because you may end up with a sewage. Uh, There's dumping. so many nooks and crannies and oh. and, and you know. There's so many things, especially in, in terms of buying a cottage like that, you know, somebody I, I, who's not from the area has, has no idea about. I, if I, I, if find, I was 100 percent, I, I would hire an agent. I would hire an agent. 100 percent. I would hire an agent. I wouldn't just go look and, and say, hey, yeah, I'll buy this. And all of a sudden you find out, oh, you're on soft land. You're on sandy soil. You're on you're on a, then you're dealing with a lot yeah. of you know, water levels. And you got a lot of bears hanging out, <laughs> eating your garbage. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, let's uh, switch gears. We've got a couple minutes to talk about uh, Hamilton's household's budget in terms of being being able to afford to buy a home. There was a report back in October that suggested that uh, the average income needed uh, to purchase a home in this city was one hundred seventy seven thousand dollars a year. And even then, with you know the average price, Hamilton, Burlington, upwards of eight eight hundred thousand plus. Is that enough? It sounds like m- most of these home buyers are still turning to the bank of mom and dad, if, if even if they can afford it. Yeah, it, it you do need a lot of income to afford a house now. Like it's amazing with ever the cost of a car, the cost of uh, uh, groceries, yeah. utilities, and just maintenance. Um, it, you you need like if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're you're scrimping. I think uh, owning a house to a certain degree, like and usually you it's have hard. there's not a lot left over at the end. No. Even, even like 
even for high income earners. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's the cost of living it, is, has gone out of control. It, 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 it is expensive and you have to, you better have uh, better make sure nobody gets laid off or quits their job. And, and these millennials like to quit jobs first and <laughs> then look for another job. So we got, you better make sure that millennial doesn't do that. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about actually not millennials, but Gen Z and what they are looking for when it comes to home ownership. We'll also get into a new partnership that local realtors are going to get into next year. And it's a big day for the golfie team on the parade route. We'll talk about that when we come back on the golfie real estate show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And last go around here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Phil Golfie Sales Representatives, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie Team, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. And if you want to sell your house or you're on the market to buy a house, call the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfie Team, at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. They're all over social media as well. You can go online to golfyluxury.com. Check out the luxury properties on the market. Again, that website address is golfyluxury.com. Generation Z or Z, either or, they're looking for homes, but uh, their priority list is a little different perhaps than boomers or Gen X or millennials. Their top priority, according to a report from a company called Point2, on their priority list is mental health, work-life balance, environmental, and financial stability. So, Rob, Phil, when it comes to Gen Z buying a home, is it easy to cater to this age group or this age demographic? Well, they're just getting started out. I think they're between the ages of 20 and 26 or something like that. So yeah. they're getting started out. But I, 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 I see that the big cities, they, they stay away from there. They want this nice, simple little like little house on the prairie type style little <laughs> communities where everybody's just happy this is youtube generation yeah yes. this is this is that generation uh you know what uh you, this is the generation isn't this when they started uh the second reading week for university i'm not sure yeah like they have re- reading week in this in the fall and one in the spring uh before they only had it in uh in the spring but only. hamilton used to be in, in all these articles as the as the place to go not anymore place, not no, anymore no. we're on to uh what, what are they talking about Same St. John's, John's Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yeah, that's that's way out yeah. there. So, yeah. Burlington is number thirteen, though. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, so I'm surprised. Uh, you know what? It's just what they were raised with. Uh, you know, everything's stressful. I, I mean, think we we put the stress on these kids. Yeah, like they, I, like I, like just crossing the street, we made we made it stressful for them. I think right now it's 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 the connection between autonomy in terms of a, a job and a position. Everybody wants wants the autonomy. You know the the flexibility in terms of working their own hours or or you know taking off when they want to and and having that and then the you know the connection between effort and reward right it, be it, careful it, we got it, a couple of Gen Z's <laughs> here working in front of us in the studio <laughs> <laughs> we you know I think having that looking for that job that that offers that effort and reward like that's you know what attracts me to real estate I I think you get exactly what you put in. Um, out of it, right? If if you're gonna, you know, show up every day and and not do your calls and not, you know, lifestyles every everything for Jen. Yeah, but lifestyle. Yeah. And I and I get it. Maybe they're more right than we are. 
Well, maybe maybe me. we should you're, be, maybe maybe we should be more like them. Yeah, maybe. you're right. Like they're they're enjoying life. Like we we're in such a big rat race that it it it's you know like it's the the boomers put it on the on the uh, millennials and now the millen and the Z, the Gen Zs are looking at it and say you guys are crazy. These you know? are you know the the the, uh, the gentle parenting generation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. No well, kidding. Well, I, I'm calling a little BS on this report because listen, I don't I don't see many young people. I agree. Going to St. John's, Newfoundland, and saying you know what this is the place where I want to I want to nothing against St. John's, but when you have you don't, like, even, you don't even I think people go there to die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just for a but visit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you don't. I don't know. I think it's St. John's, Newfoundland, is the retirement spot to go to yes. to access yes. your equity and sell your home and and go live mortgage free and you yeah. know and live that lifestyle and more of a, a relaxed. And you, yeah, know, and, you know, quiet, you, boring and, lifestyle. That's you know, people go there to retire. I don't you, see a lot yeah. of young people talking you're, about no. moving to. Uh, Newfoundland. <laughs> Your neighbors, neighbors come over with an apple pie and coffee. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah, yeah. So. All the, all the, uh, the TikTok generation, you know, <laughs> with videos of their apple pie from their neighbor. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes. Yeah. I do want to get into a new partnership or a collaboration with the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, the Waterloo Region Association of Realtors, and the Simcoe and District Real Estate Board are coming together next year. I, I know there's a voting process, but this is to amalgamate under the name Cornerstone Association of Realtors or CAR. Um, and I know this has been three years in the making. It sounds like uh, this is a win-win-win. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know what it is. Um, Hamilton went to Waterloo and they wanted to amalgamate, and then they sent out to everybody else, say, "Hey, listen, if you guys, uh, no, actually, when 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 they were amalgamating, Simcoe and Mississauga saw it and said, hey, we're interested For too.' Sure. Mm. And and the reason they want they, they, this amalgamation, which helps uh, all the real estate boards, is capacity, efficiency, access you know, information, informa- information, uh, social. Uh, and, and provide more service. So like when you have events, you can actually get a big abundance of people. Like the, the Toronto real estate board has like 70,000 members. Yeah. I mean, like, like filling up a room on no matter what event they have is not a problem. So, um, definitely it is a good thing. But also, also when they're, when they're going to pay for a new platform or a new technology or something, there, it's, you have more of a buying right. power to bring, yeah. bring all your members together. You right. know, there's a lot of things that we pay for as, as a group, as a, an association. And, and if we can walk in there and say, you know, we got 20, 30, 40,000 members instead of 3000, which or 3,500, which is what, you know, Hamilton Burlington is right now. and makes us way stronger as, as an entire group, but that combined with access of, of information is huge. Uh, we got to go, but I do want to mention you guys are in uh, two parades today, Stony Creek and Grimsby. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I love the night parades. Grimsby's at, at night and uh, Stony Creek is in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, come on out. We got a great float. Yeah. You got to see it. You got to check out our float. Oh, it's a phenomenal float. You can check them out on uh, their social media feeds as well. And don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.